0: Ready? One second. It's recording. It's recording.
1: Good evening and welcome to yet another episode of Unforced Errors, the tennis show which often says the things commentators don't dare say. Broadcasting from Brighton. To my left is Sir David Redina just standing up and uh, fiddling with a the knob there to get the level right. And to my right, a very special guest we're very glad to welcome, first time on the show, but here he is, uh, the, the weight is definitely worth it, uh, Leon Stafford, very good tennis player, very good football player too that's um, true i saw him i, I play. believe you know so like david i suppose you had the choice between tennis or football mm-hmm. when you were growing up so um plenty of, of common grounds uh, there which we'll be discussing hopefully later in the show but i suppose mm-hmm. this episode is all going to be about australia it's the place to be or rather perhaps it's the place not to be
0: true it's been so long since we did uh, an episode we were Two talking months. about it since october Halloween. Halloween, can you believe that? It's been a Nadal break, hasn't it, really? (laughs) I suppose. uh, Almost
1: as long as he's been playing golf on the golf courses in Majorca and uh, fishing on his super yacht yeah uh, but like S- nadal hopefully we'll come back strong
0: yeah so how are you doing uh, leon welcome y-
2: yep thank you very much yes yeah, So pro- possibly part of the delay in your shows was because i had to ke- keep cancelling so that's
0: true apologies actually. about that that's why i had this feeling when you said it's the first time for leon i thought it was the second
2: no really it is did... the first time i think the, the actual original time that i was supposed to come on it was probably about Two years ago, two years a ago, year ago, I was going to say <laughs> it, it was same. a long time ago, yeah, yeah, exactly. but yeah, no, it's uh, it's great to be invited on the show, and uh, yeah, yeah is, I is is the, is to it. Is the setup
1: um, how you imagine, because lots of people, lots of our, our listeners, well, uh, both of them, often wonder, you know, how we set up, is this how you thought it would be? He's been here, here before. I'm familiar forget. with this place, so... Yeah. I
2: thought you might have some champagne or something like that for me, but no. That's the none,
0: zip,
1: zero. <laughs>
2: but no, this is all good, yeah. Yeah. So well, it's cool. good
1: timing you came on now, because if you'd come on two weeks ago or six months ago, we wouldn't really have uh, the Novak Djokovic uh, saga uh, to discuss, so can you sum up what's going on at the moment with the uh, Djokovic saga for people who, who've been in a coma and haven't been following it? Have you been
0: following yeah. it as well, Leon? I have, yep. Yeah. Djokovic was going to be able to come in through an exemption, medical exemption. But so what's been going on is he's trapped, he's a prisoner yeah. in Australia. Yeah. I,
1: my understanding is that I certainly thought about a month ago that the choice really was Djokovic needed to get vaccinated or he couldn't play the tournament. And it was a question of will he get vaccinated or, or not um, to play the tournament. But I think... What's happened is he got an exemption. He posted this on Instagram and said, hey, I'm coming over without saying what the exemption was. And it seems to have emerged, I might be wrong, that uh, Tennis Australia kind of advised all tennis players that if you'd had COVID in the last six months, that was reason enough not to have to have a vaccination. You're exempt. You could come over if you'd had a positive COVID reading in the last six months. But... What Tennis Australia advised um, the Australian government and Prime Minister said, that's not right. That's Mm. not our visa conditions. That only applies if you're actually a resident of Australia, Mm. that you're exempt from the vaccination. So he's caught in this kind of limbo. and the Australian authorities say he's free to go, but uh, free to go in terms of boarding a plane back. And he's got an appeal hearing coming up and um, uh, hasn't been treated too well, really. He's got a gluten free diet and has only just got gluten free food. So that's all kicking off. So.
0: Pretty weird. What do you think? Tell us. Yeah, so I,
2: I've been following it quite closely. Obviously, it's an interesting. Kind of place for Djokovic to be right now. It seems like it's been politicized quite a lot mm-hmm. in terms of him coming over. Yeah, there was question marks about what that medical exemption was, and I think now he's actually said that he had COVID back on the 16th of December. But there's actually mm-hmm. pictures of him on Twitter of him attending an event that the Serbian, or maybe it's the Serbian Postal. Yes.
0: Where he was
2: allegedly he was had COVID with a PCR test, so surely he would have wouldn't have been there because I think in Serbia you have to isolate for fourteen days. Self isolation. Yes, yeah, they got tough.
1: Surprisingly they got tough rules, haven't they? it,
2: it seems like they're trying to almost fit a story now to kind of get him into the country, but I find it hard to see how he's going to be able to play the yeah. Australian Open.
0: And let's not forget that Australian Open is where he is a master, the god of he that is. place, isn't it? He yeah. has more nine than Nine times. He's won it. Nine times. And this is the 21st, the one that is going to become the best Grand Slam winner of all time for men. And this is pretty intense for him, I'm sure. He really wants to play this tournament, doesn't he? Yeah. It? So At least it feels th- yeah. that yeah. way.
1: So a good summing up of what, what's happening. Uh, but rewinding back, this is a question I wanted to ask uh, ask you, David, and uh, of course I'll ask Leon as well. If it was you having the choice of being vaccinated to play the Australian Open and having a chance of winning title number 21 and being the greatest of all time, Imagine or that. not being vaccinated and sitting it out and maybe never getting to that magic number, what would you personally do if you don't mind me asking?
0: Personally, you know, guys, I don't have the vaccine yet and I don't want to take it. Therefore, that question is really difficult to answer. I would have to be on Djokovic's shoes to know what to say, because I have to be feeling, oh my God, I have 20 Grand Slams. Oh, I want the 21st. But I think I wouldn't take the vaccine, and I wouldn't even fly to Australia. So you'd miss out on the chance? I would miss out, yes, because I don't want to take the vaccine.
1: Or the third option, which had never occurred to me until Mm -hmm. all this happened, would you seek uh, that exemption if you'd had COVID and it fitted in... With the rules that <laughs> Tennis Australia told you yeah. and you trust them. I've been would you go it. for that or go, this is too much hassle. This is going to all kick off. Look, I'm going to sit this one out.
0: Well, I've been seeking it already. The other day we, did, we finally did the, our first coronavirus test. Yes. I was praying that it was positive so I can then start the process of getting an exemption not to take the vaccine. But everything is so temporary that there's no way out of this. Yeah. So even the vaccines are temporary yeah so it's it's very complicated so this is very
1: interesting so you were wishing that you were getting it which begs my next question am i alone Mm. you think in being suspicious of the timing how convenient it is that he allegedly got a positive reading just before the australian open because some reports seem to have suggested that the exemption was if you had COVID within a month that was the thing that but apparently six months but is it not fortuitous timing if that was the key rule you've had COVID within the six months to get him out of the vaccine am I being too cynical
2: I think it looks very dodgy it's I happy say. timing very, in very a way dodgy. isn't it <laughs> and I think as David said maybe the right thing to do was to just say that, that I'm not going to play it but there's big big titles on the, the line extent. you know if he gets this one he yes. gets the he's, the he's in the lead isn't he Yeah, for the most yeah, grand slams but I mean, if you look at some of his comments over the last couple of years, he is against vaccination. He Um, is,
0: naturally, yeah.
1: Djokovic has never forced his opinion on other people, I think at his tournament that he held, he did have uh, vaccinations being offered on site at the tournament. That's good to know. And he didn't block that. And he's all, he's all over everything, uh, really. So if he'd been that opposed to it, it would have been a stall handing out anti-vaccine leaflets. So I, I think it's just his personal belief. And I think this is one of his key battles. He wants this freedom of expression. Yeah. But it's someone else's country, isn't it? When in Rome, do as the Romans do. And you have to respect that.
2: Yeah. He was also, I think, at the early stage of the pandemic, he was holding parties in Serbia, wasn't he, where I think COVID was spreading quite um quite rapidly amongst the the guests at what the the tournament that he'd put on. So you you'd question whether that was um, a sensible thing to do. But yeah, I do think it's generally what he's putting in his body because he's, you know, he's so, you know, he's got the gluten. He doesn't eat meat. He yeah. doesn't, I read yeah. that he doesn't very have specific.
0: sugar in yeah. his yeah. diet,
2: yeah. Um, no gluten, dairy, etc. And he's obviously not happy to put that in his in his body because it could affect his tennis, I guess. And you can kind of see it from that viewpoint. Good point, very good but point. But he can't have special treatment. And I think it looks like... Yeah. Tennis Australia and Djokovic have somehow agreed something. Obviously, yeah. they're not going to publicize that, but it looks like they've...
1: And they nearly got it, away with it. And it they nearly, nearly got, got the away
2: country. with it, but now it's open to can it of might worms. Am
0: But let's yep. rewind two years. What did the government do? They wanted the Australian Open to happen, didn't they? Yeah. When the country was on lockdown, lots of tennis players were coming into the country to play tennis, whereas citizens from Australia were being blocked from coming in. So I think this is always going to follow the interests of the ones in power. Well, definitely, the Australian
1: government have been sending out mixed messages. The prime minister has said one thing one week, very tough line a few weeks ago, saying no one's coming in. Tennis Australia is saying we're making it as difficult as possible for people to come through to get in, which is almost like saying we're going to give them loads and loads of paperwork to do. And if they do that, complete this 33-page form, incidentally, Tennis Australia apparently did the form for Djokovic, then we'll let them in. But that's not the same as saying we're going to do the right thing and keep people healthy. It was just we'll make them jump through loads of obstacles. And if they do that, they can come in. But it's just rules. It's just consistency, isn't it? That people There's no
0: consistency, is there? It's no. impossible to have consistency in the world that we live in nowadays. Look, for example, if you do two tests or three and you have no coronavirus, why are you not allowed in? Why are we going in circles? Common sense is out of the window right now. If you don't have coronavirus in your results, why are you not going in? Yeah, I mean, that's
2: a fair point. I think going back a couple of years ago, is this where they were, or maybe even last year, but they had to quarantine, didn't they? Yes, they did. In their hotel rooms. Because I remember there was some quite comical videos of people rallying in their hotel rooms. Why can't Djokovic quarantine for 14 days? Is that... One of the options, but he just didn't I want was to do that. The same. Or it is literally you have to be vaccinated? Well, they've they've toughened That's the up. New rule. They That's they the have new changed
1: rule. it, and yeah, they did let people come in and quarantine. Whether you'd been vaccinated wasn't an issue then. Maybe because you know, the vaccine
0: didn't exist. No, well, yeah, no. I think, no, they, I think yeah, yeah, they just yeah.
1: started rolling it out. Yes. yes, but um, yeah, so it wasn't an option. But now Australia, a very hardcore, and I'm guessing, and I, I'm not an Australian government spokesman. I'm not saying this is right. But they're almost seeing that the fact you've had a vaccination, and I know this sounds really objectionable, makes you uh, a more responsible person. And if you come oh, over, yes. you're less likely to go limbo dancing in the middle of the street and hugging strangers. So it's almost like a kind of citizenship badge. It's a, having the vaccine. Yeah, you uh, can, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like we want to be absolutely sure that you're going to be responsible when you come over. And we think you having a vaccine i don't think it necessarily does mean that yeah uh you know it's going to increase the chances of us getting responsible people over here
0: you know back in the day in the medieval times where there was the the kings and then the feudal feudal system almost like a social social hierarchy hierarchy that's what's happening now yeah. for example look at austria, austria you yeah, know very hardcore, unvaccinated yeah. people are on lockdown yes vaccinated people are free to go so when you say so oh,
1: on lockdown, they, they can't leave their house. They can't leave their houses other than shopping and movement. a little walk by themselves yes. per day. Which yeah.
0: means that there's already a class problem here. Isn't but do you there? think
1: there should be one yeah. rule for the whole world? Because different countries have been affected to a different degree by COVID, haven't they? You know, the some, some very built up cities are going to have a very different reaction to COVID. To, I don't know, uh, countries w- maybe like Australia, where there's lots of isolated places. Yeah. So... Should there be one rule for for every country in the world? It's impossible, surely. Yeah, I mean, we're probably going down
2: a a dangerous route here. (laughs) Talking about COVID. Almost a rabbit hole. I think, and I speak for myself, I think people have become a little less keen, certainly with the booster jab. So they might have been originally vaccinated, double vaccinated, which, which I am. And I think it's still important for the, certainly in this country, for the greater good, probably to get a booster. But I have had... More second thoughts about probably yes doing it this time around because yeah. I think there is obviously it's it's a new virus people don't know the actual implications of the vaccine long term yeah I mean true. it's all been uh, approved via the you know the respective regulatory bodies and I'm yeah. sure very it's quickly fine. though relatively very quickly, quickly. developed very
1: quickly, quickly
2: so it's a tricky one and now you are hmm. seeing people are getting put in boxes aren't they yes. so if you don't agree with it you know you're an anti-vaxxer you're maybe somebody that voted for brexit you're somebody like this mm-hmm. and it's, it's not i don't yes. think that's necessarily fair and it creates that kind of diversive country that we that we do live in and we already lived before we yeah we, we been just diverse. didn't realize it
0: i think And the different countries have different personalities and different ways of approaching what's going on i mean you, you see some documentaries out there where people that are vaccinated are being interviewed about what they think about the unvaccinated. There's hate. They're ready to step on these people. They hate them. And they think they're endangering the whole world. The coronavirus days is showing who we truly are as human beings.
1: Would, would you but, support, say, if Wimbledon comes up and by then the government have said, right, we want all people coming into the country, they have to be vaccinated to come into the country, and that includes tennis players. As living in Britain, do you think that would be a good thing to do, to go down the Australian route?
0: It's pretty severe.
2: Personally, no. I think you should give people the freedom to make a choice. And if they're coming in and they have a negative test, Great. I think for me that would be yeah. enough. Modern, but you respect
1: no. that other countries have a different attitude. They do. Yeah. So
2: Australia have a much stricter because they're obviously a bit more isolated. And I think they've always taken a tough approach. But, yeah. I mean, going back to the prime minister there, he seems to be politicizing the Djokovic to his own benefit, probably to get <laughs> domestic <laughs> votes by...
1: There's an election coming up. Exactly. exactly so. yeah.
2: But I think Djokovic was a bit silly in what he done. But yeah, I can understand their approach. But yeah, I'm not sure
1: Maybe um, I agree with it. you know, no, that Djokovic there is that suspicion that the exemption is not a medical exemption, but the millionaire 20-time Grand
0: Slam special exemption. There are a few, I've read yeah. that there um, are a few new players, the, yeah. also smaller fish than... Uh, yeah, there was a handful. I'm very interested in what's going to happen with Wimbledon now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really am. Let's see. They're, they'll be watching, and the French Open and uh, uh,
1: Macron, the French Prime Minister, oh, the French has be been difficult. making very strong noises about vaccination is the way, and people who aren't vaccinated, they should feel a lot of pressure. So if that's going to come to bear on the French Open as uh-huh. well, now it could that is interesting. He has yeah.
0: vaccine and he supports it. You know, trying to understand Djokovic,
1: you haven't had the vaccine
0: yourself because I never really was a follower of or religion or science or... I'm not a believer on anything in specific. I normally believe in my own body and I listen to it. And I didn't get so scared about all this media when the coronavirus started, the lockdown started. And And you are be worried
1: about putting something in your arm. I
0: feel that the vaccine was rushed and I feel that we are the guinea pigs. For this so, vaccine. so when you say you listen to your body, you mean you feel
1: fit and uh, healthy enough to to withstand the virus without Yeah, I don't feel that
0: I would ever die because of the vaccine. It maybe it sounds selfish, mm. but it's definitely something. But you'd that be I worried
1: found. if you had the vaccine, you would have some side effect. The cure would be I'm,
0: not that. I'm just. Worse I than just don't know. I just don't know what the vaccine is, and because yeah. I don't know, I prefer not to what, go into what it. What
1: would it take to convince you? In terms of, would there be a medical study or? will you only be convinced three years down the line when they say uh, only one in 100,000 people have been affected?
0: No, I would probably still not take it. Have you got any other vaccinations? I had when vaccinations you when I was a kid. I was yeah. too small. I think yeah. we take the first vaccines in the first three, four years of our lives, isn't it? You don't have yeah. consciousness, truly. So now mm. I have a consciousness, and I feel that the vaccine is rushed.
1: But do you think this is how Djokovic feels as well? Definitely. I yeah. can
0: identify with him very much so. Yeah. And I respect his position. I don't know if he's doing the right decisions, what he's doing behind the scenes, isn't it? Did he get a valid exemption or not? I feel it's a shame that we're having to go through all this. I think the coronavirus has become a global exaggeration because for me, there's worse problems than the coronavirus. Hunger has been there forever. Hunger in children dying all over the world. There's wars there's political problems and other types of diseases that are also very dangerous. And I think we have become blinded by the, the coronavirus. But hey, it's the world we live in. What do you
2: think? I mean, when it first came up about, obviously everybody was kind of, it was certainly sensationalized but people didn't really know and we were much very about fearful. it yeah. and i think th- i think that's why there is more hesitancy now as we've sort of exactly. people understand a bit more about it mm-hmm. i think it, it, although it might not affect us as you know he- reasonably healthy people there are people that do die i think 150,000 yeah. deaths in yeah. this country i mean it has yeah. slowed down yeah. considerably yeah. since the the vaccination has come in so mm-hmm. You know, you can argue that the vaccination is obviously doing the job. Exactly. And it, it, it does help to get it. And it helps put less stress on the NHS, which yeah. is basically what, it, what a lot of it is about. But everybody has, you know, different views. And I think they should be respected yes. and understood and not be kind of put into a box. As I said before, I think there is a, you know, generally people that are against it, they might be treated less yeah. well. Um, in some countries, yeah, I, I, agree, yes, some countries I agree with definitely. all
1: that. All of that. And I think there's more hesitancy perhaps about the vaccine because, you know, people have had often had um, three shots in their arm now and a lot of people have had an adverse reaction and probably thought, I'm not going through that again. People who've had yeah. COVID have had some reactions where they thought that was worse than actually getting COVID. But for me, it's a bigger issue at play. I think if there are rules there... I do find it annoying when people get out of the rules and especially if they're rich people who get an exemption because of their status. Craig Tiley, the head of Tennis Australia, apparently he goes to the airport and greets all the top players when they arrive in Australia. And you do wonder, you know, have they cooked up the rules to protect the talent? And by the talent, I mean the top players who put the bums on seats. And make a, the, the tournament prestigious without Federer, without some of the other missing players, you know, it would be a big blow without Djokovic. Nadal's just coming back. They probably thought we really need him. He has got a lot of fans in Australia. He
0: Those does. people outside. the Then there's the story that we all want to follow. Is he yeah. going to get the 21st? He's gonna play. We all want to follow. Yeah, that. And we wouldn't don't it be great for not Craig play?
1: Tiley in Tennis Australia if he did it? If he gets that twenty first in Australia, that yeah. is going to be a scene of pilgrimage, isn't it? On the Rod yeah. Laver Court, if he does that, they yeah. want that to happen there rather than at Wimbledon or Roland Garros. For so, example, yeah,
2: yeah, this is where it looks like it's maybe a bit of a fixed job here. I mean, the players always say, "I think Craig Tiley is the best." He gives the best treatment to the, to the top players. The Australian Open's yeah. one of the, the way they treat the top players is obviously very, very good. Yeah.
1: What about the bottom players though? Because um, I remember Djokovic staying in a nice hotel at the Australian Open. Was it last year? The year before? Yeah. It was and before other players the came out. playing tennis against mm. their mattress in, in cramped quarters. So again, it's that division. It's we always want to feel, don't we? Especially us people who aren't millionaires, that we're all in it together. But life isn't fair, and, and this, the top players get preferential treatment. Have they uh, earned it, or should we all be treated
0: equally? It's a good question. It's all. In yes. the, this is not even related to coronavirus. It's the world we've always lived in, and we're always going to live in while there is money around.
1: In every walk of life, there are rules. This is a hard and fast rule, and then... The exemptions happen. It's frustrating, but I'm not Jesus. I've broken a lot of lockdown rules. I broke one by scampering over a 12 foot high tennis fence Whoa. to play tennis when it was forbidden. <laughs> I so we'll, I, I can't. <laughs> we pre- all broke that one, Jim. So I, I can't. I can't <laughs> preach. Really, I think a lot of us. I'm sure some have obeyed, but a lot of us have broken the rules at some
0: time so even the politicians on video wow. well, so exactly. it's, all, it's yeah. all fucked up you know i think this situation with the coronavirus in australia everybody's losing i think if the government would be a bit less severe and open to the tests and the quarantine like they were doing and the problem of the world is that the vaccine has become it has been sold has the salvation and that's it. That's the problem. If they kept it open before the vaccine came in, everybody would win. Djokovic would play, even if he had to quarantine. And the people that had vaccines would still play. What Everybody's a, What about with the this, fans?
1: Yeah. Would you be happy going to watch a match on Rod Laver Arena with uh, 8,000 other fans, full capacity? It seems to be happening. Would you be happy attending there?
2: It wouldn't bother me. I think they should. They would have to give a test. give some sort of test to show they're negative and if they if they were negative then i don't think i would have a problem obviously there's always a risk that the test is wrong but i gotta do two to three tests it's a tricky one isn't it and
1: at brighton brighton and hove albion do the fans have to be vaccinated i'm not sure i don't think they 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 do they don't i mean i personally wouldn't be comfortable going to a brighton match which is packed out why don't you feel comfortable if
0: you're already vaccinated
1: because you can still pick it up. It just my understanding of the the vaccine is it just reduces the effect if you catch it, but you can still catch it. It's still transmissible. I don't know if it reduces the chance mm, of tra- I transmitting. I think it, it does slightly, but it's still there. Really, it's still a risk. You want to reduce your chances. There are people coughing and spluttering in the Brighton over Albion ground. Of course, there are. That's one um, of the funny things about modern society, way of, isn't it?
0: I think Nobody it's a great can way of cough comfortably up. anymore. No, <laughs> <Nice>.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I've actually been to a game. I went to watch Brighton v Everton actually in August, and um, I took my daughter. But it is outside, isn't it? So there's...
0: yes, I think hopefully what happens is that um, sooner or later we are all going to have this. Variant in our bodies, then the body is going to create well, immunity. Yeah, I hope so. And the vaccine or not vaccine, the yeah. danger is going to go away sooner or later. But here's go a for question
1: it. for Djokovic mm-hmm. I'd love someone to ask him, and of course, you can ask him at the moment. If he hadn't caught COVID, would he still have, uh, Come. what would
0: he have done? Yeah, probably he would try. But if the rules now are different from yeah. two years ago, then probably he shouldn't try. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. So, yeah, is he, is he going to play or not? Do you think?
1: I think it's going to be a very close call but I think no. What do you think?
2: I can't see how he's going to be able to play. I think you said that they've the first bit they've won and they've managed to to not push it back. And I think if you look at it from a common sense point of view I mean if you look at the risk of him actually transmitting it I mean it's probably you know very very low. Yes. But you know as you said the rules are the rules and I think the government will trump what Tennis Australia it's just whether in a in a courtroom they've got the exactly the right wordings, but I don't think he will play. what about what you hope it happens
1: good question
2: again it's a difficult one isn't it I think for in terms of having the the quality and the best players you want to see the best players but I think from a moral point of view you probably you'd say that you wouldn't want to see him there but because of the rule the yeah, way well, the rules just because are because like, i don't think
0: he should have special treatment like jim has said i don't what think... what about if all the tennis players that don't have vaccine are accepted
2: yeah if it was if it was Everyone. equal if it was fair then, it then there was a consistent sense. approach but mm-hmm. he Got feels it. to me that he's sort of playing the game here and thinking that he can get some beneficial like that, treatment James,
0: what about you
1: Um, I I think, uh, call me evil to draw up this Hollywood script, but I think from a moral point of view, yeah, I don't think he should be allowed to play. But I would be even more interested in the tournament if he is allowed to play and gets right through to the final and then loses a thrilling five-set match in the final against a player who actually comes out before the final and says... I'm sorry. I'm not going to mince my words. I think what he's done is wrong. He shouldn't be here. Ooh, <laughs> in the final, and then that would that would that would create that they're still stuck on twenty. Will he play in the French Open? Will he get to that? I think it'd be a big ask for Nadal after so long to win it. But mm. maybe Nadal will beat him in the final, depending on the seeding, and then that would yeah. make the French Open even more tasty because they'd be the two maybe likely to meet in the final. Well, I must, yeah. first
0: of all, I must say that you. Well, your answer wrote a whole novel of uh, of lots lots of little details. I like that. That's very (laughs) poetic. On the other hand, you're underestimating a certain man called Medvedev. I'm sorry to tell you because he's going to beat Djokovic and Nadal. Okay, so forget about those two. They are not winning this, this Australian Open. What are your predictions for the winner with Djokovic? So in you've it.
1: already predicted Medvedev uh, Medvedev is winning to win regardless of Djokovic playing or not. Yes.
2: What about you guys? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's kind of all been just all about Djokovic, isn't it, the past few weeks. I've forgotten who's actually in it. Um, Medvedev, Zverev. Yeah.
1: Medvedev, so, th-
0: Titsipas, Titsipas Aliasin, I think uh,
2: Zverev, Shapovalov. Medvedev maybe for me. He's due a Grand Slam, I think, very soon. Mm, interesting. I think he's beaten Djokovic at the Olympics. It's a question yeah. mark over the five sets. It is. But, yeah, I'd probably say Medvedev or Zverev. For nice. me, if Djokovic
0: isn't playing. What about your prediction?
1: Prediction, I think it's very open. I think it's going to be uh, a new winner. So, if yeah, if you put a gun to my head, I think Medvedev the, the will win. There. But I think there could be some wobbles. And I think there are some uh, dark horses who could who could, yeah, throw a spanner in the works there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I hope that Djokovic is in so there's more drama going on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's going to end more spice into the story. But I hope they stay
1: (laughs) tied on 20.
0: Me Uh, too. Jim has been commenting many times which is tennis now is turning into who doesn't miss. It's like endless rallies, more and more. And we want to have a conversation about that. Is tennis in a good place? And if there are things that can be done, like uh, fastening the courts again, changing the balls again, changing the way that players are playing. So your opinion on the tennis nowadays from what you've been watching? In in terms of, you're right, I think there's a lot of rallies that obviously everybody is a
2: baseliner these days Mm -hmm. you don't really see many serve and volleyers everyone is fit everyone is super fit obviously the rackets are super i mean it's good to watch the rallies It's always good because it's more exciting but you do feel like maybe they're doing it for show sometimes you're just going backhand to backhand to backhand you know it's not missing it's a steady shot yeah but it's steady isn't it
1: that attrition
2: yeah it's who and they're so fit they're so super fit these guys they could just go on and like jim said maybe you shouldn't have a break and then maybe you would see them full time change their style yes i don't mind it i think it's it's easier on the eye than it was probably back in the day of sampras yes i agree where they just big Mm. serve yeah and that was it it was was pretty much much that yeah yeah, maybe That's
0: it's true. got too... Too stretched now. It's, it's elaborated yeah. too much and the rallies has on for too long. <laughs> <laughs> this, this all started because of you, Jim. Tell us your opinion. You've been texting me so much about this.
1: Yeah, I find uh, yeah a lot of the matches are just, uh, yeah, battles of attrition. Who's going to blink first in a 15-minute period? It's how long rallies seem. And just... A computer game tennis, just hitting the ball as hard as you can for long rallies with lots of juices.
0: With safe margins, by the yeah. way. Yeah.
1: And I think this came about through a text exchange uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think, was it Djokovic Medvedev or Djokovic Ferev? Two of those three players were involved in a match. And there wasn't that much contrast in styles between them, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, Medvedev hits it flat and Zverev hit it with more spin, but the end result is still the same. It's going deep, deep into the corners, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're missing the variety that the Federer bring to it or a Kyrios or a. not everyone can be a Kyrgios or a Dustin Brown. But it seems, <laughs> Dustin
0: Brown, man. It seems often <laughs> these the players
1: are pretty similar in their style. And they often wear the same same shirts and colours. Mm. How many times do you see two players who are both dressed identically? Yes. It happens. That's a very good point,
0: too. actually, that you're making. The, the point that even though they have different styles, their rallies are still long. the matches are still quite similar. So... Yes, maybe even the different styles are not showing the difference in this tennis. This is
1: why I love Wimbledon and the French Open, because they have to change style a little bit, not as much as they used to, mm. because I find the Australian and the US Open very similar. Mm.
0: finish it off more or less what do you think should be done to tennis to improve the quality and the beauty of it
2: i do think if there is a maybe they should have less breaks and Mm, maybe it should be and then you really see who's fit and who isn't Uh, maybe they do sit down for too long yeah maybe they should have less breaks speed up you can see a bit more variety yes
0: yes I agree 100%. I think it's great. Why not? All the other sports we talked about at gym, all the other sports, lots of them don't have all these breaks all the time, and people still play. And maybe they would start thinking, "Oh my God, I gotta go for my shots, because I'm just tired." Uh, let's do it. You said that, last and it would have
1: the rhythm, really. You, the you, rhythm. You, you yeah. get into it. Yeah. yeah. So what about you sudden death at juice i know that's a massive revolution and it would make the tiebreak lopsided because the tiebreak would be less sudden mm-hmm. death than games mm-hmm. it would be great
2: uh, the juice is a funny one isn't it because they can go on forever And now you could say that's more dramatic but yes. i that's not a bad idea i think having a sudden death juice Mm-hmm. that would
0: certainly uh, yeah. i would never go for that idea ever all right but i'll give although, you a question David. It, although it's a good it's a good it's, idea i'm
1: i'm the, the king of tennis so i'm going to introduce the sudden uh death at juice or if you reject that i'm going to make every match best of three sets rather than best of five sets which would you prefer <laughs> then That's you the, have to choose one because i've got a gun against your head
0: yeah i am i'm definitely going for the five
1: you uh, what five, you, five sets yeah See, I would never give up I'm on five sets sense. because yes, five I sets agree. is the I ultimate think, level of tennis. And uh, yeah, yeah, I also think it's a shame they've they've done away with uh, two clear games in the Wimbledon final. I think uh, what a shame! Very that is.
0: Yeah.
2: Why are you against that? Because diff.
0: I love the deuces, I just love it. Oh, uh, the oh, yeah. deuces tells a lot about how much you about want it. How much you wanted, and it influences so much the next game after. You next would still have the how much do you yeah. want
1: it if you, by keeping the best of five sets, because that's a test of how much you want Unfortunately, it.
0: Unfortunately, that only happens four times a year, so that's sad. Yes, it's a good idea. So you have two more op- options to speed up the tennis. Yes, yeah, surfaces yeah, as share. I've mentioned, play on a
1: greater variety mm-hmm. of, of surfaces. I would definitely would keep my interest. I think the Aussie and the U.S. Open are too similar. They've got to think of ways of making those two tournaments a bit more different. Mm-hmm. any new year's tennis resolutions yes. for yes. yourself or you'd like to see in the game at large this year to try and beat david's would probably be yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, 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 I think
2: i um, think so too <laughs> yeah to try and get less less irate probably on the tennis not that i get particularly irate. No, you're quite calm. try and
0: try and um, enjoy yeah. it a bit more that's don't be so very, competitive but that's a very good resolution actually it makes sense what about you Jim? i
1: share both those resolutions but not to, not to beat david my resolution is more realistic for myself for my game <laughs> is to take a set off david uh, or we actually Or actually have Come a on. set point yeah. In the tie break Against David That's So it's baby <laughs> Baby steps for me But definitely to lose um, Stop losing my cool I lost my cool Against Leon The other the Last time Yeah I've never I've never seen that before I went went crazy Ra- racket racket my racket. Wait 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 yeah. Yeah, Leon was, t- was,
0: Tell us what happened I want to hear it Because I, I have I never I was sure seen It was Jim
2: That I was playing When I saw this I have to say there was yeah, <laughs> there was a bit of frustration there. But yeah. I think how did he, he, he
0: show that frustration? Racket on the floor. Yeah, or
2: right the racket. Thrown about hundred meters, I think, wasn't I it? I Think <laughs> a
1: swear word might have. Oh uh, my God! Some expletives. Escape
2: what happened
0: that day, uh, Gene?
2: Oh, I
1: can't remember what what happened.
2: I know I you
0: for a decade that I've he never seen He was on childcare
2: duty all day, so I, mean, I don't know if that's. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, but something no, happened I don't know day. what it's like.
0: Something happened that day.
1: I think I wasn't playing the shots that I could see in my head. So they were kind of going in the tram lines. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was, Leon was playing well. So maybe I didn't give enough credit to the fact he wasn't, he wasn't letting me play well because yeah, he was playing too well himself. I hit a few good shots after that where I was hitting them just furiously quickly no, you, and snapping my you, wrist. But it doesn't well. help. It doesn't help me personally. <laughs> no, uh, Likewise.
0: Uh, I'll say that this is actually good for Jim. No, he, I don't think it is. I think, we, we I think you need should have sometimes. that
1: fire within and not show it. True, but for, every me, once personally, in a while, for me no, personally. No, I
0: agree. But for a person like you that is very contained, every once in a while... Have you ever
1: lost it completely on court?
0: I've definitely already got Gon-tonto. anger. I'm, I'm very inward to myself, but I definitely have... Leon maybe will have a couple of things to share <laughs> as well.
2: I've never seen you go <laughs> crazy, crazy in terms of...
0: But like being rude maybe I become yeah, rude yeah you can get can frustrated get yeah, yeah you can get very
2: uh, yeah like talking defensive mm. about something very quickly Ex- exactly but there you I go. never see you your I never see yeah I've never seen you you don't really curse like mm-hmm. shot like saying something um, yeah yeah. Huh. yeah I've never seen you do that so you're almost like Federer
0: mm-hmm. kind of internalize yes. it. But, yeah, you, you, you that can, can get, get rude. That, yeah, that's can, that way. It's like, oh, don't talk to me or something. Yeah, you or get whatever. a bit ratty sometimes. Like. But I, yeah. I, I can be like that. I think me and David, we have quite similar in that, personalities yeah, <laughs> yeah, when in we that, play. Definitely, yeah. And yeah. we
2: can get a bit fiery sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Also, Only on
0: the court, though. It's true. And it also depends on the, the day and the connections and who you're playing with. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, exactly. When an opponent loses their
0: cool, does it? I feed on it. For yeah, sure. I think so, yeah. So that's
1: why I don't like losing my cool, partly true exactly it, you, makes you, the other, yes. it makes the opponent play better that's what I need to improve because <laughs> <laughs> so, he yeah. feeds off it yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: we all feed on a little bit of the anger of, of but, our opponent when you're in a competitive yeah. sport yeah makes so sense. your
1: New Year's tennis uh, resolutions David have you got any New Year's yeah, definitely. goals
0: definitely yeah, yeah I wish that I, uh, I serve better okay what's I really want because you? I'm six foot three. Yeah. And at my height, I could be winning matches just with serves.
1: How are you going to make this New Year's resolution come true?
0: The only way I, I see it is having a couple of lessons. Yeah, I
1: think and that's... And
0: repeating a hundred times. But I will never go to a court with 50. It's so boring. I've <laughs> done so that. And It's artificial. Boring. There's no one the other side of the oh net. Oh my so God. So how do you know no. how good that serve no. is? It's horrible. So I think it has to be through match play. I'm just waiting for them to let you have a third serve. I think I'd, I will think i improve a lot more
1: then. It slow down the game. I was going to
0: say that will that will have a negative <laughs> impact it would. on the game. It would yeah.
1: definitely lengthen games because people would use all three serves, wouldn't they? Yeah.
0: We all have good resolutions. Hopefully we achieve Let's it. Let's
1: hold each other to them. Next you know? year
0: we have uh, in the end of the year and <laughs> the beginning cool. of next we'll talk about in another show if we achieved it exactly leon yeah. thank you very much for coming it's been great
2: yeah no thank you very much it? for having me it's been uh, yeah no it's been uh, really good fun great and, uh, we yeah, should have you
0: again then if you don't yeah, want. yeah that'll be good same time next week well, i don't <laughs> know about this <next> week <laughs> 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 we only do it once a month yeah. anyway jim thanks for coming thank you and happy new year i suppose god bless and take care yeah, happy new year.